fucking Belvedere, nigga. Motherfucking Belvedere. Fuck is that? Ray Gooch, nigga? Water, water. Hey, where the fuck is Tony at, man? In the room right here? Chill, son, chill, son. He's getting his dick sucked. He's getting sucked in his dick. Son, he's getting his dick sucked. Yo, Tony! Chill, chill, baby, chill, chill. Oh, the bitch sucking his dick. Oh, shit, son. She's slurping and burping. Fuck, man. Listen, 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 listen. She's sucking his dick. Five and a half and boys. Asses off the hook. And that was smooth music to you by the brought to you by the Ghostface motherfucking killer. It's Stella Talk episode six. We on some other shit. That we was, on episode six. I don't know, bro. Six, seven. Six or five or seven, shit. whatever it is. It's Stella Talk Tokyo E. My partner in crime. Get on the mic this time. Here it's AB Dash. You know the catch come fast, but I rhyme slow like Geronimo. Ooh. Yeah, we were just watching live. Uh, Bismarck and Kooji rap videos on fucking smooth shit only smooth like the inside of a calf placenta. Holla at me, you already know what it is. Alright, so starting off already, anyways, with the since we're watching the Bismarcky thing, Bismarcky, this podcast is gonna be the podcast of the under underrated gunshot sound. (laughs) (laughs) What gunshot sound with quotes on it? So it'd be cool. Um, Yikes! (laughs) But yeah, so. Like, I don't really have nothing to get on with Bismarcky because Bismarcky isn't a quiet taste to me just like Doom is. Like, some people would be like, Doom is too much. Bismarcky's a very, like... That's a very niche. Not Yeah, he's not an in-pocket rapper. He's kind of like how, how RZA raps. It's just like, I got a million words to say in these syllables. That's it. <laughs> no, RZA, he writes something down and he's like, yeah, I'm going to say this. It don't matter what the beat sound like. RZA's mind thinks faster than the, than the words coming out of his his mouth. Yeah. So it it doesn't have time to like oh let me get in a pocket and get a get a groove and anything like that and, and yeah, I feel like he don't even edit his bars like he just he definitely doesn't and he's just like yo this is what I gotta say I'm gonna say it and he has to know that that doesn't like aesthetically pleases anybody because he's a producer so you know what sounds good. But we're talking about the guy who like fucking um ran into a guy in the street and says yo Rizzo you make the same shit over again and he deleted like a terabyte worth of beats and then started over. I mean, that that shows you how how talented that person is, though. This nigga deleted a whole bunch of beats. A terabyte of beats. That's a lot of fucking like, beats, my nigga. And we gotta, we gotta remember that his shit was flooded, too, back in the day. Imagine all the shit he lost then. Like, imagine. Oh, speaking of, of RZA, uh, RZA and Vince Staples have got an um, anime coming out. It's called Motherfuckers. Yeah, it's a, they have... Uh... They play two voices in the movie. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think it only shows on the 11th and the 16th. I saw that so shit. That's hard. Yeah, it's going to be cool, no doubt. I, I want to see it, so we're going to see it and give a full review. Alright. Um. Yeah, so like we said, this podcast is going to be on, on the rated. We just talked about three underrated people without even like knowing that, that that that's probably like half of our list or whatever. So I guess I'll start it off. This is the reason I put this on the docket was wanna, for this you, person. You want to do one and one? Like, you do one. I yeah, I do one, one and you do one. I bet. Um, so my first person on my list is Wale. And the reason why I say Wale is an underrated artist because he does everything that a major artist does, but he doesn't get the claim for it. Wale has good uh, singles. You got the Lotus Flower Bomb. You had the joint that he had with Lady, Lady Gaga before Lady Gaga came out. You had... Uh, what other joint is he? He worked with Gaga? Yeah, he was the first person to work with Gaga before Gaga got popping. Was that before or after Polaroid? Is that what you mean before she got the Polaroid creative director shit? That's <laughs> yeah. a classic Kanye line. I think that was before, my nigga. Because that was when Gaga, so that was like before really Gaga even on. popped off. That's when he had that that record, uh, looking at, looking at, looking at me. That was that record. Not familiar. For real? Nah, I don't know. You but, might as well be speaking Chinese, bro. But that, that's why I feel like that, because... 
I have it on here too that Mac is one of the people that we have on here with. AB Dash has it on here. And Mac and Wale share a lot of parallels in the sense that they're they're both rappers that everybody knows that they can rap and they are good at, but their projects people are like, uh, oh, I'll listen to that later. I'll, I'll eventually listen to it, and then you I, never listen I, to that's it. That's what I felt about Wale. I always felt like he was like on the periphery of being inside like my preferred rapper. Exactly. But like I'm like, it's just Wale. And Wale can spit. While they can spit and he got great beat selection and he got a pen because he writes for a lot of people. Like that Lotus Fly Bomb hook he wrote and he had Miguel just sing it. Um, but like, and his projects too. That 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 first project that he had was a good project. Was the album about nothing? No, the, not, not his first, first project. The Attention, I forgot how, what was the name of it? Um, it's Attention to uh, Definition or some shit? Attention to Detail? No, no, it's not Attention to Detail. No, it wasn't that. I'm not going to pretend like I know. I should know this because I was listening to this album when Wale still had a MySpace when he was ha- when he had pictures with like people in college. You know how like yeah. a normal person has a MySpace yeah. before like all this fucking social media shit popped off. He had a normal MySpace like he had old pictures of him. Oh no, it's attention uh, attention oh, deficit. I think that's attention it. deficit. Yeah. Then you had the ambition album, which was just a good album. The gifted album, I like the album. The album about nothing is the album that I felt that everybody just. Brushing on the table, but like he said, he had a good point. I that's, think that's I, the collab project with Jerry. Exactly, I think he said this on on Joe Budden's podcast. I think last week. I think he said it because this is this is what just got my brain working on like a whole bunch of artists that we don't give a claim to. If if Kendrick would have done an album with fucking Larry David or Seinfeld, nigga, that's the best. That's the best album. He's a genius. Wale does it, niggas. Like, yeah, get the fuck out of here. Wale, niggas. Like, <laughs> like. Nigga, that's Jerry Seinfeld in a rapper. You know how, like, how much Jerry Seinfeld has to like you to do Even that like shit? like, hang around? Because he, he did that. He did a lot of things for Wilde on that album, which we, which was, like, he would clear samples for, for the show and shit like that. And he did um new. Like, you know what, like, Jerry Seinfeld shit is? Like, you know, the problem is with people, you know. The, like he would do setups? Yeah, he would do real setups for the songs. Like, uh, one of the songs is, um I think it's uh, Helium Balloon. So he the way he's explaining Helium Balloon is... An artist is like a hidden balloon. And every every all your fans have the hidden balloon. And like we love the, the balloon, but we wanna see the balloon we wanna let the balloon go as well too. So that's the way he was he's explaining like how fans are like kinda of fickle, I think, where he was saying like fans want to like right. you, but then again they wanna let you go once everybody get once everybody likes you. Once everybody sees you. Exactly. Yeah. It's kinda like It's like stealing a balloon on free balloon day. I never heard of free balloon day ever. Oh no. That's a deep cut. <laughs> but no, his mixtape is his his my favorite project out of Wally's project is the mixtape about nothing, which is the prequel what, to what this, year did that come this out? album. The mixtape about nothing might have came out in two thousand and nine. Let me see. Two thousand and nine. Might have been. Wow. I was thinking 2013. No, 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 no. That was the album about nothing that came okay. out in 2013 because that's the one we used to have the, the... That's the one he has the logo with? The Seinfeld logo? Yeah. Okay. But the, the other one, the the one, the uh, mixtape about nothing is he has... That was, that's where they got it from. See, I didn't know there was two. Hold on. That's albums. Damn, well, how the fuck you search this shit on... Um, you Because know, I got it on Spotify. Charge. I mean not on Spotify, but I got it on uh, SoundCloud. Oh, Wale. because the mixtape... The mixtape is not going to be on there. But the mixtape doesn't have Jerry. The mixtape just has clips of Seinfeld. Okay. Um, so mixtape about another came out in May t- May two thousand eight. Even so, earlier. So I was listening to this shit 
while I was in high school. Not even high school. I wasn't even in high school yet. That was my middle school years. I think about what 2008 is, though. Like, the music scene then. That's T-Pain. 2008 was... The cool Snap kids. your fingers. I do your stuff. You know? <laughs> it, 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 it was just like that. That's when the bad Atlanta music was coming out at that time. But what, that that mixtape was like... Still, that, still now. Still that now. that mixtape was flawless to me, though. That mixtape was great. And then, 09, he had the Back to the Future, um, the mixtape. That was like when he it was him and Cole... Him and currency and a whole bunch of niggas like that, but the thing is to me like for for people not for people to say because I know art is just subjective. So for somebody not liking the artist, they don't need a reason. But I just think people just like go with the wind. Like if everybody likes this artist, they like that artist because it's, yeah. it's popping. But not, not all music is art though. Yeah, the thing the thing is every everything is art. Not everything is sex. No, everything everything is art. It's just. If anything could be art, it's just what, what you deem art to be. Some people have that obscure, like... Yeah, but you, you can't say, say that all art is, like, all the same. Like, no, like, all art is not the same. I said everything is art. Okay. Because everybody looks at art to be, like, this high-class thing. Like, oh, like, Museum, Picasso, Basquiat, right. fucking Van Gogh's and shit like that. But, nigga, that's no different from a nigga who's painting on the streets. Art is art. These artists... There is, is a difference, though. What? That one's in the museum. No, it's not in the same, like, wavelength. Because you can't say that the nigga that, um, that you, paints on the street... You can't say not, the nigga that paints on the street doesn't have as much acclaim as the nigga who painted a banana. He definitely doesn't have as much acclaim. He doesn't have as much acclaim because somebody deems that to be valuable, is what I'm saying. But that art is art regardless. He can have a better painting to your eyes, but he, fucking Andy Warhol can have a better painting in somebody's eyes because it's worth something. That's what I'm saying. This, this nigga artist painting ain't worth shit. Quote unquote, it's not worth anything. Because if somebody wants to pay a million dollars for it, it's worth something then. And everybody be like, oh, this is the best artist of all time. It's just a million dollars. That's exactly. Crazy. That's what I, that's what I'm saying. Like, like people's opinions are very are very secure just by like whatever somebody, whatever group of people tell you that art is. That's that's the way I see it. Like, if the moment puts my painting in the art museum right now, niggas is gonna be like, yo, this is the one of the greatest artists ever. If everybody takes a picture in front of it and puts it on Instagram, this is, this is the best artist ever. Yeah, they're not gonna know who the fuck you are. Exactly. Like, think about it. Exactly. There's, there's so much artists that aren't in the MoMA or the new museum or anything. Or, uh, what's the one in Paris? The big one in Paris. Uh, I don't know how to pronounce it. Like the, the, the Louvre. Louvre. The Louvre. If, 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 if it's not, if, if I go put my painting right now next to Mona Lisa, it's the best painting in the world. It's right next to the Mona Lisa. You exactly. Chief. That's, that goes back to... Mona Lisa's kind of trash, though. Mona Lisa's very small, in case you guys didn't know that. But, that's, that's what I'm saying. Like, what, like, I... Art is very subjective in that sense, but going back to the Wale point well, is that... Didn't it get stolen? What the... Mona Lisa? And anybody back? Maybe. Alright, that's, that's another topic. Back back to the Wale point. This thing on some national treasure shit. Back to the <laughs> Wale point is the point that... That's the exact point that I want to make. It's like, whatever people think is good is what's good. It's just like, it's cool to hate on Cole. It's cool to hate on all these other artists. Like, some artists do, like, be looking for that shit. Some artists do be looking for like, nigga, shut the fuck up. Because yeah. all you do is talk about how good you are. And once you talk about how good you are, people going to be, no matter how good you are, people going to make it the fuck out of here. Because I feel like you have to prove at first. But like, Wale is just like, he makes, he knows how to make the hard records because he has records with Meek and fucking Ross. He, knows how to make, he definitely knows how to make the ladies records because that, that used to be his shit that he only makes ladies records. Kind of like Fab, which is another art, underrated artist that I have on here. He knows how to write, 
music very well, and he does spoken word better than anybody, better than any rapper that I know. So what do you think is the reason why he's underrated? I think he's the reason why he's underrated, because just like I said, the thing is like, or like what you what? have to show us that like what the thing is, that's the problem. He has shown us that he's good, but he also tells you that he's really good too. I think that a lot of people only heard of Wale because of some of the antics, like the complex shit. When he went up, you remember when he went up the You remember that. That's a classic. Nah. When he went up the complex and, high, and he was yelling on the phone, he's like, how the fuck Juicy J got a better album than me? Nah, I didn't hear that. So it was a top 50 playlist or whatever. And it was a top 50 album shit that Complex always does. And they didn't put Wale on it. I don't think they put Wale on it at all, but had Juicy J's album on it. I know. So, and, that, and, that, and then he... Justifiable. Yeah, and then, no, it's not. <laughs> See that's that's the shit he can't tell you, bro. But the, but the thing is, like he he told Compass, he was like, "Yo, yeah, I better have y'all security ready because I'm going up there." And to me, that just shows a nigga who that was passionate to me, because like nigga, that Juicy J albums could have been good. It that shit was been. not better than the Wale album. I, I don't even remember what album it was. I haven't heard either. I can't that, speak. that was out. I don't I don't remember what what Wale album that was. I just know that Angel Diaz was shitting his pants out up at Complex. <laughs> But that's the shit that I'm saying. Like, I'd rather just while they just say fuck it and just be like, yo, I'll make music for who I make music. And just for. make the music for. Him? Yeah. Does does he have a lot of label trouble? Like, wasn't he? Well, he did have a lot of label trouble. He he switched he switched his label recently. But the thing is, he put out two good EPs already. Like two great EPs. Like out of ten records, I like like seven records off of that shit. What? You think maybe it's like he's not getting enough support? That's it. He's not getting enough support because like. The way that the way that labels do support is like how you see Cardi B getting so huge right now. The yeah. label puts money behind people who get the money. Right. But the thing is, while he's getting the label money too, because think about it, he had oh I forgot he had that No Hands record. Remember that? No Hands. Clap that No Hands. Okay. Remember that? That's Wale. That was Wale's record. Damn, I don't even know. What he that had was. the Lotus Flower like. Bomb record, which was fucking huge. Those are years apart though. No, but I'm saying this is. But you can't name artists who have that much and. Like uh, how, that much commercial success too. Yeah, I can. Who? Six nine. All right, come on. <laughs> I'm I'm saying like artists who actually put thought into their music, like a lot of thought into their yeah, music. Yeah, I can't argue with that. Like, yeah, the thing is, it's just like us. Like, I don't give a fuck if if we only pertain to fifty people. Would I want more people to this to reach out to more people? Yeah, could that be frustrating sometimes? Yeah, but I'm just gonna keep doing me until I get it. But, like, you got to think about it. His footsteps, like, I mean, his shoes, like... Because Walla has tasted success. Yeah, like, times. this nigga, he, he should be a lot higher than a lot of other people. Juice, at least Juicy J. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> he, um, he should be in that conversation right now with, like... Like, he's, he should be under, like, where Cole is. So, you got Cole, Kendrick, Drake. Those are, like, the top layer. He should yeah. be in that layer with Big Sean... And all them niggas. Like, he should be in that Big Sean, Wale, Meek. Meek that, that, he should be on that layer, for sure. Because yeah. if he had a more commercial success and a lot of people, a lot more people liked him, he could be in that Drake, Wale, Kendrick. And you, you're saying, like, in uh, terms of, like, people knowing him or, like, the music quality? I think he could be up there in music quality, to be honest. Like, I don't think he puts out... The thing is with Wale to me, I don't think he puts out... Albums as good as those people. He puts out mixtapes those good, but that could be something to do with the label. Yeah. Because the label's going to stop you from putting out some records or not. I'm pretty sure that he put he, they stopped him from putting out a lot of good records. I mean, wasn't he with Ross for a while? The, the thing is, that's a subsidiarity, bro. That's a subsidiarity Who's uh, the label. Who was then? Atlantic. 
Okay, so, so that, that's the big. Like, that's the big. See, Atlantic is the same people. Just to put it in reference, Atlantic is the same people who signed. Uh, they got Cardi B. Bad Bobby, Cardi B, yeah. Mason Ramsey. So you already Mason, see. Mason Ramsey. Yes. Oh, the the kid. The, the little kid. kid. You already that's, see. That track is hard. That's all. I've said it. The famous track. That famous. That famous track is hard. See, but like you can see the pattern where they're going and stuff like that. You can see where they're going with it. I mean, even before then, they had Lil Uzi. They have yeah, but you, you and Nicki. You, yeah, you see where they're going. Well, Nicki had already been a major star by yeah. then. Like yeah. everybody who's a major star is already a major star on there. So you got to you. You already made me a lot of money, so I could I could put yeah. money back into but, it. But even then, they were like um, saying to Uzi, like you were putting your shit on hold because Cardi B's hot right now. Exactly. Well, I can see that happening in Wale, like and his shit just never. Oh, came easy. Out. Like that easy. And Wale's seen as like the hard headed nigga. So like, and it doesn't help. Like I don't like to throw this into like conversation. It doesn't help that he's dark skinned though. Like you, you nah, s- that's true. You see this in in music. Like Kendrick is like the only the only nigga who I know that's dark skinned and actually has like major success. Like he's I the can't only, name like darker I, one in that top three. Yeah, I can't name like I can name a whole bunch of dark niggas who are really good who never got the claim that they needed. Pusha, Wale. Akon. It's a lot of niggas. Akon was Akon was big though. Yeah. Akon was big. I just want to say salute to Akon. <laughs> well, Akon signed Lady Gaga after the Wale record, I think. <laughs> That's crazy. Like, like uh, Akon had Wale signed, so but, I, but colorism, everybody knows. Everybody knows colorism is a thing, though. Facts. Like, like that's the only reason why Logic is under that top three category is because he's so light. But a like, lot of people would say he's not in the top three because he's light. I disagree. He's only under that top three because he's light. Look, I'm telling you right now, this little Logic meme can keep going. But that one space album that he had that I listened to was the a good incredible album. Incredible True Story. Yeah, that yeah. album was a good concept album. And everything, but nah, no funny shit. Logic or rap? Just, he can spit. Yeah, he just don't rap for me. You feel me? Yeah, like I don't, I don't like what he did after that album. That if he would have kept going that route, like where it's like, you know, kind of like not getting as serious. Like I don't blame him to get that serious, but I don't really like music that's. If I want music like that, I get, I go to Common. If I want. Like, if I want music like that, I go to Common, Most Dev, Top Lip. Facts. Like, That's what I go to for that type of music. Um, So I guess you could start off with your next person. Oh, you so already girl? know. Nah, we starting off with Sheck Jesus. Sheck West. You, you have to defend this. What, Sheck West? I'm saying you have to have reasoning why you say that he's an underrated artist. Sheck West just, just got popped. He's already in. too slept on, bro. <laughs> he's already too slept on. It's crazy. Sheck West got bigger hits than... Kodak, he got bigger hits. No, he doesn't. Dude, come on. Check Billboard. Come on, son. He got bigger hits. That that Billboard shit, that that, that number shit don't mean anything to me, but yeah, it does hold we're, factor into this. Though. I mean, we're talking about hits. Yeah. That's. But I feel like Kodak had some big ass hits though. That that skirt skirt record was huge. Yeah, he got Tunnel Vision. Tunnel Vision was huge. Tunnel Vision was huge. <laughs> I, I think you just blatantly said this about facts. Check Jesus, bro. <laughs> well, now probably yeah. <laughs> No, that Mo that Mo Bama record is out of here. Yeah, like it was done in one take. I knew that Mo Bama record was out of here because the person that who I heard that record for was a very connected for a very connected person, and then I started seeing like Virgil and Luca yeah, and all these niggas started. But this was a minute ago. That 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 song's over a year old. That when that video came out, I had to listen to that song maybe two months before that video came out. <laughs> like Shed West to me has the potential. Like I, f- I don't know what it is about the new the New York because I don't think he's underrated obviously because he's a new artist but he has the potential to be a big artist because he's not like with New York artists it's like Bobby and shit like that like those those artists always get plays regardless because they're from New York yeah 
Like, but they have a certain aura. What I think t- makes Shaq West a little different, though, is that I feel like he's smarter than these other dudes. And he knows, Me too. Yeah, he knows his shit, and he knows, like, what he puts out, he puts himself into it, and it's going to be fine. Yeah, because he has that. He has Mo Bamba, uh, Lip Shaq West, got, I said, West. He has Chippy music. Chippy. Yeah. Got, I like those two records, for sure. He's got to do that. He's got songs with Yachty. He's got songs that are, like, are years old that, like, uh, just servicing up a SoundCloud, but... Uh, a lot of people don't know about Shaq West is that he got sent to Africa. Yeah, yeah I've been seeing, I've been seeing him talk about it. So he got sent to Africa and he had like found himself over there and came back and was like, "Yo, this music shit is it." This was like his first year back in Africa, what? from Africa. Like he's only been back from Africa for a year. Yeah, he went when he was like. But uh, that is smart of his parents to do. If if you guys know Dominican Dominican parents do the same thing. If you start fucking up in life, they'll send you to DR. Because the thing is, is like you get your values back. Yeah. Think about going back to Africa, living in a hut, my nigga. And that's what happened. He went to Africa. He. Uh, became Muslim from over there and then he came back and now look at him now but yeah but he was like even when he was younger he was on his model shit he did Yeezy season 3 oh I didn't even know that yeah I didn't know that that's what got him kicked off his fucking um, team in basketball he was like yo we got a playoff game or are you gonna model and then they went to go model so it makes sense the connection between him and Virgil now when I saw yeah. like, Virgil and all them playing his music no I shot Shaq West but uh, on my, my serious oh shit my <laughs> My serious pick for underrated rapper, even though I do fuck with Shaq, it's gotta we, be Earl. We 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 both already said that we fuck with Shaq. Yeah. Shaq is dope to me. Like niggas, like it may come off that I don't listen, I don't like listening to rap like that, where it's like, uh, quote unquote, not like lyrical rap or whatever. But I do listen to good, the good of those people. So your next person who's your what your nah, real my, person? My real, my real pick is uh, Earl. I just feel like, I feel like. People who know rap know, and the critics know, but the world doesn't know that Earl's, like, a top-tier rapper, like, in lyricists. He makes beats. He was fucking, um, a visionary of his music videos. He got... You said Earl, in, right? We talking yeah, about Earl? I Earl. thought you were still talking about Shaq West versus... Like, uh, nah, nigga. like, come on. Back in even, um, 2010 for the fucking, um, which video was it? He had a... I think it was the Woe video. No, that one was Tyler, but in 2010, he had a video... No, Woe is on doors. Yeah, yeah, but I'm talking about for the video. Oh. Uh, it was directed by the dude who directs Atlanta now. Yeah. So, in 2010, he was already on some, like, finding the future of the the creative scene of what shit was going to be like. And See, you- but that that type of artist is the artist that I like. That's why I, like, that's, if I, if I want somebody to take away something from the podcast, is, that's what we, that's what we are. We, it's like, it's like. I, t- I heard Gerard Michael talking about it, actually, on uh, Hot 97 in an interview, where he was saying that he lo- he loves things that are very direct, and it's not and it's not broad. Because doing something direct is what gets you to be the person that who you are. The person, the reason why everybody loved Kanye when he first came out, because nobody was like Kanye, and he was doing what he wanted to do. Right. That's why I respect artists who do what they want to do, whether it's design, whether it's film or anything you do what you want to do and if people if people like that enough they come in your bubble and then you get popping for what you do not not what you get popping for oh this is this this sound or this design is popping right now so let me just do this really quick because it's going to continue on through the trend and that's what we got right now exactly if you break the trend and do something different if you break the chain and make your own chain you're gonna you're gonna be a bigger artist than what you are now, like, Actually. when you make somebody come into what you are doing, it's totally different than just having a mainstream thing. For, like, a, for a moment, because right now we got, like, 20 niggas making the same song. Exactly. It's like everybody has this, you know, beats I'm getting really tired of? I'm getting tired of the beats that have that, that drum pattern that's all right, like, 
Yeah. Oh, they, and then uh, thirty seconds in, the bass comes in. If I hear yeah, if sorry, I if I hear a record song like that, I'm I'm turning it off. I those that I listened to a song. I forgot who I was like. Oh, let me give this nigga the chance. And I played the record. I'm like, ah, oh, fuck that. You sound like everybody. That's just pissing me off. You sound like everybody else. Like, cause that's what they know. People were trying to hear it now, but like, it's annoying. It's annoying. To give you niggas a reference, it's like when Jordans used to come out in 2009 and 2008. Everybody had them on that same week at school. That shit has always pissed me off. It's, always pissed it's me annoying. off. Annoying. And it's different when like, shit is good. Like the good. I'm not saying there's no good music coming out. No, there, no, no. There's, there's a, a, lot, there's a yeah. lot of good music out. Like, people are saying, like, oh, this is a bad time. I mean, this, yeah. is, this is a great time. Because it's always good music and bad music. Even the music that's, like, the same and bad, there's good moments in it. But I'm saying, like, there's a lot of good artists out right yeah, now. Yeah, absolutely. A lot of there's good artists. There's more good artists now than the probably that are known, that are probably have I feel like been. we're getting, like, a resurgence. And, like, like, I, like I said, I said this a, a couple years ago. Like, all this bad shit is going to bring, a rena- like, an art renaissance. Because... I was with Gerard Carmichael, and that nigga reminds me of Dave Chappelle. Like, he's he's just as intelligent, and the way he sees things is just like that. And then you have, like, comedians like Hannibal Burrs. You have fucking... It's hilarious. You have, like, Rogan. You have all these niggas. And then for music, you got, nigga, you got Isaiah. You got uh, Childish. You got Kendrick. You got fucking Cole. You got Drake. Like you got a lot of artists you that is like from actually pop, and that's just that's artists who are already big artists who are just like smaller. You got Wale, you got right. even even Q, J Rock, uh, even smaller than that that are gonna come up. You got like artists like Mike, Saba, Uchi, Sino, Saba, yeah. these dudes. You got a lot, and and like even with rock music, you got Inner Wave, you got Bainsworth for the lack of. I don't really like Bainsworth like that, yeah. but you have Bainsworth. Who's the person? Who's the people who are doing it after Inner Wave the first show? A triathlon. Triathlon. A lot of different types of shit. Like, there's a lot of good art out here. Like, if you don't take the time to do it and just let the fucking radio choose, with the, or these playlists choose whatever the fuck you want. Because these playlists are just like the new radio to me. It's just these A&R that's just getting new placements for their artists on these playlists, like Spotify playlists or iTunes playlists. They're just putting their music so on them. The, that's how you that's get popping. That's where the revenue comes from, yeah. too. Yeah. That's like the new radio now. Like Spotify? No, that's like these playlists. playlists. Yeah, yeah. Apple Music got playlists? I'm pretty sure they got playlists. I don't really do Apple Music playlists. Like, their structure, their their fucking user interface is different from Spotify's. Like, Spotify immediately takes you to the playlist. Yeah, it's like on the homepage. Nah, on thing, it takes you straight to, like, you have the, you have the, the little, uh, the way you switch it through the app, and it goes, it goes straight to your music, and you, you just listen to your music like that. Oh, for Apple Music. But, damn, I stopped you, yeah, for Apple. I stopped you, um, while you were mid on Earl, what you were saying about oh, Earl? Just saying, Earl, like, uh, even at a young age, he was a visionary making what he wanted to make. Exactly. He and wanted I, to do. That's what this podcast is. We, we like, like, we are specifically trying to highlight people who do what the fuck they want to do. Right. I mean, his debut real album, Doris, yeah. he was 19 that when shit, that came out. And that shit is hard. Shit is hard. I went back and listened to that shit. That shit, that's like two records that I'm doing like on there. Dog. It, so it's sold, that's it. It sold 76K first week yeah. debut. That's which, which is actually pretty good. That's amazing. And, like, he's got... I think Odd Future in general does very well because, like, they just have... They know who, who they're going for. It's the same shit with TDE. I feel like Odd Future is just a a more unmanageable TDE to me. Like, niggas, niggas and Odd Future are going to do what the fuck they want, like, to the detriment, though. Like, if, yeah. if, if Tyler was a fart on the mic, he'll do that for a minute. 
But I feel like Top Dog and T.D.E. I feel like Top Dog and T.D.E. would be like, all right, nigga, you bugging right now. Your album's not going to come out if you putting that shit out. Like, that's how it is. But even um, the Stay On Doors, like, he got production from the Neptunes, yeah. Alchemist, RZA, Bad Bad Oh, he always, he always has um yeah. a good good beat production. So I mean, it's like saying, like... Yeah, what is it? Beat Selection. Beat Selection. Okay. I just feel like he's always been sort of, like, overlooked in my eyes for, he like, de- his rapping yeah, he de- and his no, music. I, Earl is like one out of the new rappers. Earl's probably one of the best rappers. Facts, and he was quick to come up onto the fact that like if you're going bald, just grow your hair out and get dreads, and then you'll be healed again. I never fucking thought of that. <laughs> but nah, that whole to me that whole um, our future, fucking like conglomerate is just underrated in general. Like Tyler yeah. gets the acclaim, but I feel like Tyler goes under the radar a lot with a lot of people. I say that Frank is the biggest. Frank Frank is definitely the biggest. Frank yeah. is the one that everybody knows. But think about all these people who came out of there. That's three big artists. Frank, Earl, and Tyler. And then you got and, the internet right under there. Yeah, and then you got the internet. And then Which you got is, you got uh, Vince Staples who came out of the out of their camp. Yeah. Mac was I mean, fucking was with their camp. Schoolboy was fucking with their camp. It's a lot of niggas that came out of our future camp. I've, to, I've told niggas this I always compare him to this fucking people. I, this that's a Star Trek. Bro, and even Damo Genesis got a fucking collab. Oh, I forgot Damo's Pro, a super hard. Yeah, Damo's super hard. Facts. Um, who who else? I, I'm not saying who else came out of that, but I feel like I mean the lesser known artists that had uh, less relative success. You got Mike G. Nah, um, you know who I'm talking Beats. about. It's my favorite nigga on here. Was Jasper? Oh, there we Jasper. go. Jasper, Jasper. Like, really not a rapper. Only started rapping to make my rap go faster. Nigga. Got a TV show, so I guess I'm an actor. <laughs> that nigga's <laughs> hilarious. Because I feel like that's the thing that, that that I feel like that I always have like uh, identified with. I'm the nigga next to the big nigga. Who the, who the, who the, nigga, who the big nigga is always like, yo, this, y'all worrying about me, but it's this nigga. Yeah. It's like, yeah, it's so always off. like, I see Hove always with Tata, who for those who don't know who Tata is, Tata's like Hove's best friend. He's the nigga who pepper sprayed uh, R. Kelly. <laughs> Legendary moment. Um, or like Emery. Emery was a person who he did a 12-year bid, and now he's doing uh, a collaboration with Puma. Shout out to Emery for doing the, colla- the collaboration with Puma. I always identify to the niggas who give the big nigga the... What what I want to say? Like the advice. Like the, who the big nigga goes to to get advice. Like, I never... I never like Hove is like that too, though. He's, he always said, like, I never wanted to be famous. Why would you um, unnecessarily go through these changes? Like, right. I, I mean, he, he also said that you think I'm doing all this to stay the same. Exactly. Like, it's the thing. Like, Hope had the vision, and then Tata and Emery and, and Lenny S. And, it's like they uh, kept them grounded. They were the real ones. That's the thing. Like, uh, <laughs> I heard... Ebro talking about this with Gerard Carmichael. Gerard Mark Carmichael was saying that he was hanging out with Hove. Well, him, Ebro, and Hove were hanging out in the hall. This is tell, like I don't even have to say this. Tell me this move is not a me move. So he had a concert at the Rose Bowl in L.A. So the so there's a Hove yeah okay. so the on the run two uh, concert yeah him and B. So there's a room where they have artists. Like everybody goes after the show and everybody goes to hang out. So they said that Hove didn't. Hove just said hi, and didn't want to be in that room and was hanging out in the hallway drinking fucking champagne. <laughs> Nigga, that's a me move. He was hanging out with Ebro. I think they said Tata, uh, Biggs. I mean, you just be chilling. That's what I'm saying. Like, I, that's exactly what I would do. Like, oh, I see all y'all in here, y'all chilling, because I'm more of a conversation person where I can 
have a real conversation with somebody rather than have a conversation just like just small talk bullshit because you there. Like I never like to have a. I rather stay quiet if it's a conversation with somebody I never want to have a conversation with. Cause like I'm gonna get nothing out of this. That's exactly what it is, and I, that's why I like people like Hove, John Carmichael, and shit like that. Cause like they are stars, but they play it super low key, like they're regular. Like Hove would never be regular, but he does regular shit, and yeah. I like that. Even shit. in his interviews, he's still awkward to this day. Yeah, like it's like where Hove is like he's a street nigga, so a street nigga is always taught not to talk. Or talk about things that, like, we, you're not a, quote-unquote, what fucking, uh, Dave Dash always says a chatty patty. Like, you you, you talk not to talk about shit, and don't speak upon men, and all yeah. that. Because all that shit brings is drama. Like, the more you talk, the more they can just, like, take, stuff take out, shit like, out of you. Turn it. But Hope is really good to dodge that shit, too. I don't know how we got on that, because Hope is not an underrated artist. I, even though I do think that a lot of niggas don't like Hope, like, Hope, like how no they reason. should. Like, I just think people just like well, that's him because he's just, big. That's just now, though. I just feel like, because the way we see it, there's more young niggas on the internet that were, like, not even born when the blueprint came out. Um, nigga, I can't believe there's niggas on the internet that don't think Hov is the GOAT. I mean, there's niggas on the internet that were born when, um... Yo, it's, it's crazy that I, I fucking... I saw somebody the other day, and they, for some reason... The year that we came, the year that we were born came up. I think it was one of my cousins, some shit like that. And I was like, no, nah, I was born in the 2000s. I was like, 2000s, my nigga. That's crazy. You was born in 2002? Like, that, <laughs> that sounds crazy. You don't, you don't even remember 9 11. Nigga, what was 9 11? 2001. Damn, they didn't even, yo, 9 11 didn't even exist in their world until they was told. Yeah, they didn't. That's know. crazy to think about. There's people who, like, um, their first introduction to Jay-Z is Magna Carta. Because that's the year. Oh, 1,000 percent, yeah. Which is crazy to me. Damn, that's crazy. The thing is, I, I grew up on hip-hop so early. There's niggas who were on the, in, on the internet right now, born after 50 Cent. Uh. Yeah, like, I grew up on hip-hop so early. Like, I was born in the mid-90s, so that's when a lot of good rap was coming out. Shout out mid-90s, the so, Jonah Hill movie. a lot of people would be like, nigga, you was born in the mid-90s. You didn't listen to it. I really did, though. Like, I was... I remember watching the Big Pimpin' video on MTV Raps, my nigga. I remember watching Rap City to the Basement and seeing fucking, fucking, fucking Cam put the fucking uh, the bandana over the mic and start counting money and rapping while he's freestyling. I remember a lot of shit like that. I, I just grew up on hip-hop super early, and that's the shit that I grew up to. So think about going up to, like, Dipset, whole Rockefeller, The Locks, uh, bad boy and then having to hear this bullshit like nigga it's kind of yeah, hard speaking of the lock shout out Styles oh the ghost the ghost is definitely underrated did you see that cause it was on the docket nah 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 oh nah I actually didn't put the ghost the ghost is underrated though I was bringing that up because I recently watched his shit with um Joey Badass and Vince Staples the cause Joey Badass has a show yeah, or something inter- 47 minutes yeah. and Styles P was on there with Vince Staples oh, that shit was hilarious the, the ghost is a real nigga like that's that's a nigga that's alright so I'll just transition to that cause I didn't have it on the list but I, that's what that he was in my mind I feel like him and Jada I feel like the locks in general is super underrated Jada, Jada might not be cause I feel like a lot of people know that Jada rap but it's kinda like the same shit as Wale where niggas know that he can rap but y'all not checking for Jada albums like when the last time yeah. niggas heard of Jada album like I check for every Jada album because I know. Last time he, people check for Jada was when he did that collab with Fab. That's what I'm saying. Like I know Jada. Before that, I know Jada is gonna have good albums because he doesn't have bad verses ever. Find one and send it to me if you if you found one. 
The only problem is with Jada to me is Jada doesn't pick good beats. He has bad beats. So like, if he had an executive producer, he would kill. Yeah, so he's like Nas then. Kinda. Nas doesn't pick bad. Nah, Matt Nas. The whole Matic was good beats though. Yeah, that's one album. But no, nah, I know, it. I know that that is the, the fucking. That's the knife they hold to him. Yeah, that's the you don't pick good beats. Either beat was trash, but um, the same thing. With, but I feel like Styles P is the same shit. It's just like the new Lakers to me. It's like LeBron is at the forefront and. Damn, I can't even say it because South P is way better than Kuzma. Like I don't know about that, Chief. Way better. South P is like when niggas is like, yo, that's my favorite rapper. It's like he's a rapper's rapper. Styles could rap and Styles is a super real nigga, so you never fuck with Styles P. Like that's a nigga who you never want to fuck with because the shit he says is the shit that actually happens. Yeah, but he's he's getting to that point where all he wears is tracksuits with the fitted. I mean nigga, he's they they like then they mid, they still in their mid forties. Yeah. Hope was about to be fifty, my nigga. Yeah, but he had the Gucci one on. <laughs> he know you still got style I mean, it up. Yeah, he ain't a bum ass nigga. But yeah, I know Styles P. Styles P. Is, is a nigga to me. Is just like why he's like that now is because like, imagine how much shit he's seen and they have done. Like, these niggas was selling work out of Burger King, my nigga. Yeah. Like you, you'll and go get juice. you'll go get a Big Mac, and they'll give you a fucking forty piece rock and put it in there and sell it to you like that. And not even, when they were signing a Diddy, these niggas got the advance money and they said it wasn't enough advance money, so they went and got cop work and was selling work while they were signed. So while niggas were saying like, oh, yo, y'all the hottest niggas out, I'm still broke. Facts. Like, that's why. You gotta eat. I, yeah, I always, I always respect Styles P, niggas. Like, I respect the man who's always about their work. That man spent that advance to buy more rock. <laughs> <laughs> but the advance wasn't a lot. That's the thing. I think the advance was like 50K or something like that. So 50K split between three people with the locks. Like, nigga, we got to go handle this business, my nigga. It's hot. The thing is about South Beans is, like... Because to me, they're, they're the best duo rappers. Like, when Styles P and Jada Kids go, I do six bars, you do six bars, nobody does that shit like, better like, than him. Like, their chemistry? Like, like yeah, like, the, how, they, how, they, how they're in pocket. You know how um, Watch the Throne, Kanye will go a verse, and then it's like, he'll finish the verse for him, and then he'll go, and then he'll go, and it's like, back, back yeah. and forth. I yeah. feel like Styles P and Jay Take a moment to appreciate how good of a song Primetime is. That's nigga, all. that Watch the Throne album is underrated if we want to talk about Don't it. We're getting thrown too. Don't worry great. about it. But no, we're not. We're getting thrown too, yeah, and it's going to be with Chance, my nigga. I don't want to <laughs> listen to that. But we are getting Yandi tomorrow, so there's that. But that those two, I feel like, do that that back and forth the best, and then after that would be like. 1A is fucking Styles P and Jay, and 1B is fucking Method Man and Red Man, my nigga. That's. Almost blasphemous to say. I'll put them in the same category, bro. Well, yeah, it's one A, one B. Oh, okay, okay. No, okay, like okay. no, that those niggas are ridiculous. They're, at they're still shit. one. They're That's, still one. Yeah, you still number one. Like the motherfuckers is crazy. Uh, who else you had on here? Got. Oh, the only one I really cared about was Earl. Like the other ones, I can make an argument for, but not as much. Cause yeah, like it's the same shit that I had. Um, the, only, the only one I could really, really, really make a try and make an argument for is probably Vince Staples. Oh, Vince is super underrated. Vince is super underrated. Vince, I feel like. The thing that makes me think about like how music isn't really art anymore, it's not, it's not anything. Yeah. Even though it is art, I feel like Vince, he's in the same caliber of people who like, he puts out whatever the fuck he wants. Yeah. The niggas who we like, the niggas who yeah. probably whatever the fuck they want. Like, he'll feel something and he'll put into his music and that's that. I think that a lot of people just don't get Vince. That's the, I think that's yeah, what it I, is. Like, he, he does was, a lot of trolling so people don't know when to take him serious and when to not take him serious. Facts. People don't really listen to him no. and what the shit he's saying about people don't listen to that album cause when um what, what's the last album to drop Big Fish Theory 
Was it Big Fish Theory? What was the album before that? Summertime 06. Summertime 06. That was, that's, a, that's not his first album, is it? He has a bunch of... That's probably his first debut. Like, real right. album. He's got so when that album came that. out... Yeah, it was that album that came out. So when that album came out, I remember... I, I forgot who I was talking to. But I was like... They're like, yo, did you hear the new Vince Staples? I was like, hell yeah. I was like, yeah, but I can't listen to that shit back and back because that shit is dark as fuck. And they was like, that album's not dark. And I'm like, you're not listening to what the fuck he's saying. That album is dark as shit. It's dark as shit. Nigga, he's talking about niggas game banging, dying, and niggas not giving a fuck how he's going to go to hell and all this shit. Like, nigga, that's a dark album. That's just to me, just like with Earl and his last album that came out. What album? Uh, I don't like shit. I don't go outside. Nigga, that album was dark as fuck, but it's good it's album. Good. You like, can't listen to that. No, you can't. You have to listen to that shit outside when it's sunny day. That Vince Staple album is like <laughs> nigga. That's what that's what uh, Tyler said in an interview when they asked him. It was like yo. That's why I got it from. You gotta go outside. Yeah, you gotta go outside for Damn. that. But the, that's the thing that that like you motherfuckers one don't listen to lyrics. That's the thing that I'm saying like. You have to listen to what the fuck the artist is saying. That's a dark album, my nigga. And I feel like it's darker for me because I know what the fuck he's talking about. Facts. I feel like people can listen to those albums who don't know what the fuck he's talking about. Again, like, the person who I was talking to, if I if I think the person is, he, they grew up in the suburbs, so they don't know what the fuck. Like, yeah, y'all probably see this shit on the news and shit like that, but you don't see this shit every fucking day. When you're in it, you don't want to you Facts. don't want to listen to that shit. Why the fuck would you want to listen to niggas dying every day when niggas is dead ass dying every day? It's so like the, saying like. Uh, if you want to hear news about like the oh the mailman came to my door exactly. today, I like don't fuck about the, the mailman. The people who like that music, well, not the people who like that music, but the people who don't see that music to be dark or the music to be like I can listen to this every day. It's people who don't live. It's the white niggas who love to get love to listen to gangster rap, and then you go home, you go back in your five bedroom home, and you don't have to worry about that like, shit. And Vince mentioned that in his music. That's too. exactly what it is. It's like, it's like. Kind of how Eminem was when he, the, when the, when he was early, early, and then he was, like, saying, like, all these derogatory shit to women and, like, to gay people. He, and then people were, like, protesting, and he was like, yo, how about you raise your fucking kids then and tell them not to listen to my album? It's true. Yeah. Who's that? It, go, it goes on you, Eminem. It goes on you. That onus is on the parent, nigga. You have to, uh, like, advise your kids not to listen to that music like, and stuff. They stop got parental control. Like, my, my parents had no fucking choice. I was listening to Hope. I was listening to Wu-Tang. I was listening to Jada. So, nigga, when I was fucking eight, not even eight, I was probably like six, seven. Nigga, I, I knew what a 50-pack was just because <laughs> of rap. Like, whether people want to fucking give it credit or not, hip-hop has a lot of influence, and it has a lot of influence on how people are, too. Because hip-hop is pop music right now. Like, nigga, there's a reason why every nigga want to get a rollie and want to and want to big nah, they want the and all that, like, yeah. Like, just like Pusha said, you, you fucking rappers found out how to fuck up the text, my nigga, like... Patek is a really nice watch too. Sure, Me talking to two Amazon. niggas who won't buy that shit. Well, you could buy those. You could buy luxury watches at Costco, nigga. Yes, yeah, but it's crazy. a different type of watch. You can't buy the hundred grand Patek in there, but you could buy the ten thousand dollar one. Shout out Costco Pizza, first of all. That shit is phenomenal. Th- that if we want to talk about underrated, Costco and Sam's Club's fucking uh, cafeteria is underrated, my nigga. No doubt. Those you hot get your dogs, parfait for a dollar. Dog, those are the only hot dogs I, I don't eat. eat hot dogs. Them shits be. Hitting. Well, they they use all beef hot dogs. I think they use like Hebrew nationals or some shit like that. Yeah, so shout out my Hebrews. I think just like you, I only had that one person while later that I could go really go for. Danny Brown to me is super underrated for like a magnitude reason. I feel like just like Earl and um, Vince Staples, they don't really listen to them. It's it's not it's not that they don't really listen to them. It's like it's hard, kind of hard to get. It's like you are in your own world. Just like I said, you are in your own world. It's kind of hard for people to break through that to like get it. But the thing is, a lot of people do because 
all those people are fine. Vince is fine. Danny's fine. Yeah. Earl's fine. Like they have their their set core. But just like that, Anderson Park too. Anderson Park is super underrated. Anderson Park is. I think this is gonna be his blow up album. That NX worries. That no worries. Yeah, no worries. It's hard. Nigga, that shit was what, eighteen records. Yeah, probably top, more than that. It's. It is. I think it is eighteen. Nigga. Top five, twenty sixteen. Nigga. Eighteen records. That shit was fucking ridiculous. That's just. Good. I think twenty sixteen Salons dropped. Was it? Yeah. That was the best album. Twenty sixteen. Cranes in the. Sky. Cranes in the sky. It's not. Is that the name of the album? No, it's not. It's called. Uh, uh, your, my seat at the table. Seat my seat at the, at the table. table. Oh, if we want to get into that, I can go into a whole bunch of R and B artists that are super underrated. Solange is, nigga. Solange is fucking amazing. I like Solange better than Beyonce. You said I didn't. Beehive, go for him. It's <laughs> AB, AB dash two underscores between the AB and the dash, nigga. Solange is. I don't think. I don't think that it's. It's Solange is better than Beyonce. It's just whatever you like. Because Beyonce they makes make different, different type of records. They make, make two, two totally different type of music. But they're both, what I noticed is they're both up, uh, 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 uplifting, empowering women, like black women yeah, and black absolutely. people music. It's just done in a totally different way. And it's crazy that... I think that the women they impact is different. It's, cr- type of women. it's crazy in that house, my nigga. Hove, Solange, B... Nigga, that's nuts, my Damn. nigga. And Solange beat Jay-Z's ass. That's crazy. <laughs> chill, chill. <laughs> the, the funny thing is, is that, like, I saw that shit on Twitter when, when I think when 444 came out, it was like three hard albums came out of that elevator. You got My Seat <laughs> at the Table, 444, and uh, Lemonade. Nigga, that's three albums to fuck with. They got to put that elevator in the museum. Hell yeah. That has to be in the museum. So, oh, another artist I can really go into is Gibbs. Like we, everybody knows on here. Gangsta yeah, Gibbs is people definitely. People who like Gibbs like Gibbs. Uh. Nigga, Gibbs, Gibbs, that Pinata album. When did Pinata drop? 2014, 13? No, no, 14? It might have been 14 to 15. I don't know what else dropped that year, but that was the best album that year. Pinata I can listen to front and back without any problems, except Shitville. But if Shitville gets playing we, 30 we seconds. Met, we mentioned this before. I think in the episode that got cut. Might have. But that album is fucking amazing. And then we have um, Banks and Fab, which I feel like Banks and Fab are that, just like... That, those, those are more your picks. Yeah, those are my picks, for sure. Because I know you don't listen to Banks and Fab. Nah. Um, so we're talking about Lloyd, Lloyd Banks, Banks. Lloyd Banks, Lloyd Banks. So we're talking about the Punchline Kings here. Exactly. So that I feel like they're both the same type of person. Except Fab makes more ladies records and Banks makes more, nigga, you about to hear these bars records. They had their time. But Maybe no, no. Niggas don't want to hear that now. No, the thing is, nobody's fucking with Banks' flow. Banks' flow is like top five flows to me of all time. That nigga's flow is like, I'm always in pocket. You know, it's like that thing where it's like the thing that I think artists don't like know now is how to not be on top of the beat, but to be like at equal level with the beat. So it sounds like your vocals are like intertwined with the beat. Now niggas is just screaming on the fucking mic, like it's it's totally different. Like we when he hops on the beat, it's just like his words are currently tailored for that exactly. And Fab, Fab to me is Fab's always been underrated to me because he can make hit records. It's just like he always has a hit record, but it never goes to where it needs to go, to me. And Ti is my last one that I had, and Ti was the person to me that put the South on the map besides Outkast. But he put the South on the map in like the two thousands and stuff like that because Outkast is like an artsy part of the Southern rap. Ti was that. Nigga, I'm gonna come with that gangster shit rap. Tip was that King album is another album I can listen to front and back. That album is a fucking great album. Ti has a lot of part of like how the South is like 
structure now. Sorry, I just got a notification on my phone that says Schoolboy Q started following you, but it's not Groovy Q. It's the King Groovy Q. You're gonna lose his mind. Yo, Schoolboy, what's cracking? Yeah, so as far as underrated things like that, that's all we have. Um, what do you have the for the Mike Dean thing? Oh, give Mike Dean his fucking credit. Why? That's all. For what? For Astro World. Oh. <laughs> and for uh, Ray Sherman. Uh, so I from I guess from that Astro World thing, I guess we'll go to the eight oh eights and heartbreak thing. So I saw um, well I listened to a podcast called Count of the Dings, and they were talking about so they were talking about how who not who was responsible for it, but. Who's inspired? Because the conversation was that they were saying that under three thousand. Well, one person on that podcast was saying under three thousand is overrated, because a lot of people say that he's in the top five. And he was like, Outcast. Outcast was a duel. He only did half of the work. And I'm like, nigga, Outcast. Outcast. Not even under three thousand is the inspiration to a lot of artists. Right. Like to me, it's it's. It's never and, just and, and more than just music too. Exactly. It's never just one artist who like inspires a person, but it's an artist who. Inspires the person who inspires the person. For example, Q-Tip is the reason why Pharrell, Pharrell started this and Pharrell started rapping. So Pharrell can be Pharrell is like people like to say 808s is the reason why this music sounds like this music right now. But I think it's Pharrell is the reason why the music sounds right now. Kanye plays a big part with the music sounds right now, and Wayne plays a big part with the music sounds right now. Cause Thug and all of them sound like Wayne. At, uh, fucking oh, and Cuddy. Cause Thug and them sound like Wayne, um, Kanye Kanye inspired uh, fucking Travis, Mad Niggas, Pharrell inspired. You could tell Pharrell inspired Mad Niggas too, like uh, Tyler and all them niggas as well. Cuddy is the Cuddy. I think is the biggest inspiration to, uh, to Travis Scott. But the thing is, so going back to the eight oh eight thing, like who inspired it? Cause they were saying that Three Stacks was an, was an underrated. Well, was some were saying it was underrated, and some were saying they were overrated. So to me, they they brought the 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 point to where Kanye said that the, the reason eight oh eight was eight oh eight was because Kanye. I mean, because um. Because of Andre. Andre two thousand. I think it's because Andre two thousand and Cuddy that he got that sound from for sure. Like that eight oh eight sound from that that fucking Cuddy and three stacks. But who do you say, who do you say it was? I put T Pain and Cuddy. T Pain is another person who is a very influential person who doesn't get his credit because. I, well, if we if I'm putting T Pain there, I wouldn't say inspired then, because if we put in T Pain, I feel like T Pain had a lot of hand, hands on stuff. So oh, we, with the, you think he was actually in the studio with him? I don't. I like doing I, shit. I never, like Kanye I like looked. was taking stuff from him. I so. thought you. I thought you were just meaning like he was the first one to do well, quote unquote first one to do auto tune because my favorite artist of all time was the first person to do auto tune and you sent me to the other. It wasn't the first person, but he was the big one of the biggest artists of first day. What are you talking about? Stevie Wonder. You remember that when he had the, the holes in his mouth and he was doing the shit? Yeah, I think so you sent it to I me last week. Cause I, I made it for the promo. That, dude, that's, that's a, we can go on a whole fucking three hours about Stevie and how... That's crazy because that performance is a cover of a song from The Carpenters and then Frank Ocean sampled the cover to do another cover. Yeah, that, that's a lot of things that happened back then in the, in the 70s and 80s music. Was they that, play other people's music I showed. Yeah, they, they'll they'll cover somebody else's song and then they did it better so that that's the that's the big song. For for example, I think um, the just the two of us song, 
is uh George is is uh Grover Washington Jr. But Grover Washington Jr. is just a uh, a musician, so he had the actual layout to the song. With thing, what he does is hit. It's kind of like he just does just musicianships. No, yeah, no singer over it. So he got Bill Withers to do this to, to sing over Bill. Who people don't know who Bill Withers is? He did the Ain't No Sunshine. Um, Ain't No Sunshine when she gone. He she did just just the two of us. He has one another big record that was really good too. But that's I mean, how, even, that's just how it used to be. Even now, there's probably people on Earth who think that Rihanna made a Tame Impala song because she covered it on Anti. Dude, that that shit pissed me off. Don't even get me so that shit pissed me <laughs> off. I don't know why it did, but the thing is, like that pissed me off. But then I don't get pissed off when people used to do it back then. I feel like maybe because it's just oh, even now, like, what's just the most uh recent thing is the Ellie Ellie May and Jacquees. Oh, the um where he. Did a cover of her song and put but a video. But he put out. her on the song though. It's the tripping song. Yeah, but and he not, put the video out and then she made it. Ta- she made him take it. I don't down. think she made him take it down. I think it was the label that made him take it down because he was getting a lot. Like the first day he put that shit out, it had like two million listens. On yeah, it had a lot. But nigga, Jacquees is a motherfucking problem, nigga. That's an R and B artist right there. That <laughs> motherfucker could sing, and the way he does melodies, and the way he breaks down things, is ridiculous. I love when they were trying to they were making fun of him on Twitter. They were like, damn. Jacquees as a e e to the end of the songs and you niggas eat that shit up. <laughs> well, no, I I generally don't like when he does that shit when he does because he he do, he does riffs of it like for a long periods of time. Yeah, I feel like it gets to be too much. But that motherfucker can sing and he knows how to hold notes very well and he knows how to break down a song very well. And he can write too. Um, but yeah, so they always discussion. You said T Pain and Cuddy were the people who did it. Yeah, but um, I feel like. Shit again. I feel like he's fucking up the mic. Um, if we're using the word inspired, I don't want to say them because I feel like they had hands-on efforts on there. But that's it. That's a form of inspiration. inspiration. Yeah, yeah, but when you say inspired, in I think of people before him, like, because if we're gonna say Andre, Andre didn't work on the album. Oh, Andre definitely didn't work on the album, but that album to me. And that's kinda, what I'm saying. I'm agreeing with you. I'm saying like, yeah, no. I'm saying T Pain. The album to me is kind of like. It's not like cut on cut, but some some elements of it is like a modern day love below, to me. I re- yeah, facts. If you like Pinocchio freestyle, isn't a slowed down version of a day in the life of Andre Benjamin. Like under three thousand is like, under three thousand to Kanye is what Lupe is to Kendrick to me. Like they share they share a lot of parallels. Like you can see that there was clear inspiration there, and the same thing with Cudi and Travis. You can see there's clear inspirations that they just took from what they what they wanted or the elements that they wanted or knew that they can expound on and make like uh, add to it and put their and own thing on it. But to me, I feel like that 808s and Heartbreak album gets too much credit. I don't like that album. You know I don't like that album. That's not even though I I, I feel like I could see where you're coming from. It's all the credit. It's a lot of people's like. When they rank Kanye albums, it's a lot, like, for most people, it's towards the bottom. Yeah, but then you have a lot of people that say that that inspired all the music now. I think both can exist. Both. Well, if you're, you're, if that's at the bottom of the albums, is it saying that the album's bad? Nah, because... Oh, so that's the way I took it. Like, if the album's at the bottom, then you think the album's bad, so, like, quote, so that equal parts to, oh, so you think the music is is bad now because of Kanye. I think there is a lot of bad habits that artists do have that a lot of new artists picked up on and just started using now, though. Like, a lot of people like to say all the good things that they took from artists, but I think there's a lot of bad habits that 
they like took, that a lot of people took from artists. Like to me, damn, I would need more time for. It. I think we could do. I think we could do a pie on that. Like a lot of bad habits that people uh, took from other artists. Oh, you know what's sickening? Ad libs. I'm tired of ad libs. Ad libs are bad if you don't know how to do ad libs right. Cause you got Q ad libs is hard. Ferg ad libs is hard. Uh, it's how mobs ad libs are hard in general. Danny, I like Danny Brown's ad libs. <laughs> Danny Brown does that. Ghostface ad libs is hard. It's just like you you have to know like to me like it's like you have to know what fits for you like you have to know what tailors to your sound the most. I just get annoyed with um if every if every other fucking line is ad lib yeah, yeah if every line you got an ad lib and then it's just annoying. That's a, we can say it like that. That's a bad That's habit a bad that people habit. picked up on. And like oh so you're doing ad libs and now I'm gonna do every every other ad lib is ugh. Fact now rappers you gotta get a name and an ad lib and then you go now you can start rapping. See that that's the thing though. That's the things that artists think that they need. To me, like we we had this conversation in the group chat the other day, and they were with the, they were talking about how Earl's first rap name was gonna be I don't know. Slide tendencies. Oh yeah, and I was like, Earl Sweatshirt is not a better name. I feel like names don't play a big part of what makes an artist good. It's just I feel like any artist can make their name good. Like yeah. ja, I bet you when Ja Rule first put up his name, they're like, Ja, what the fuck out of here? Or Jada Kiss or Styles P. Jay Z, like I don't think anybody got a super hard name except the Wu Tang, like Method Man, those are Ghostface, RZA, like Jizza. Those are hard names. But I'm pretty sure at one point somebody was like, "Yo, what that name is, is trash." Yeah. Like, um, I just think like once you build the fan base, people will like it. It's just like to me, like with um with clothing lines, like like Balmain, like when Louis Vuitton came out, they're probably like, Louis Vuitton's a stupid name, it's just your name, you Bruh, just put your name on it? Anti-social social club. Exactly, like, Mad, trash. Yeah. Fuck people fuck with them. Bape. Like, yeah, bathing ape. Yeah, like, Billionaire Brothers Club is actually a thing that I like though. Yeah. But, it's, I feel like, it, it, doesn't, it doesn't really, like, it has a part to play, like maybe 10-5%, but it's not that fucking huge, like, I feel like I, I can use my real name, and if I'm a good enough rapper, niggas but, wouldn't give a but fuck. there are some trash names. There's oh, some there's trash, trash names, for sure. Yeah. Like, Charles Gambino's not a good name. Nah, that's a horrible name. <laughs> and, uh, Rich Chigga, that was a bad name. Schoolboy Q's not a great name, either. I like Schoolboy Q. I think that's a cool Like, name. yeah, but it's, if, if, if alright, flip it. If Schoolboy Q was Logic, and Logic was Schoolboy Q, Logic would be, it, that, that would be hard as, as Schoolboy Q's name, but Schoolboy Q as Logic would be like, oh, that's trash, That nigga. would be super <laughs> exactly. corny. Exactly. That would be mad corny. That's what I'm saying. Like, it, it, it just applies to what type of artist you are. Like, the only reason Schoolboy Q works so, it's so well. because he's the type of artist Because he's, he's a gangster rapper, so it's like Schoolboy Q is like an oxymoron type thing. Like, no point intended either. Logic is a horrible rap name. Logic is, I like Logic as a rap name. Nah. But the thing is, you have to pull it off. Like, you can't, you can't have a rap name like Logic and then rap like Uzi. Like, if you rap like Logic, you, Logic, you have to have, like, a conscious mind rap. Like, Common. Yeah. Like, you have to have that. Q-Tip, like, you have to have that. I don't know. Maybe it's just my Logic hate coming out. <laughs> Probably. But I don't like the name Logic. Like, um... Then there's the other rapper, whose name I don't like, who kind of raps like Logic, Aesop Rock. I don't really fuck with him either. Is that where Aesop Rock got the name from? Nah... Probably, I mean, Rocky is his name. His no, oh, no, no. Rocky got his name from Aesop Rock. Yeah. Is, the, uh, the nigga. is that the nigga who you're talking about? Yeah. 
Oh yeah, that's who you got a name from. Is it? Well, Aesop, Aesop Rock is an old rapper. Is that? Who I mean, he's still about? rapping now. Yeah, he's still rapping, but he's an old rapper. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Oh yeah, yeah, that that's who he got his name from. Well, that's who they say he got his name from. I don't believe it. His name is fucking Rakim, and it his it's just the model. You know, niggas always find a reason to tear down somebody who's popular because that was only coming out when ASAP first was out, like with Peso, and then he yeah, had yeah. the the first album came out. Yo, was the mix it was the mix album. I don't know. Early ASAP Rocky music was horrible. Nigga, I love that music. Pesos and fucking. Uh, not before that. What what's the other joint? Oh, what's before that? Stuff that's not even out. Like they it's taken down because they don't want it to exist. Uh-huh. But you can still find the videos on Twitter. But yeah, I I, I fucked ASAP hard when he was out. Uh, yeah, but that was just me trying to get into that whole. Well, we we don't even need to have that conversation. We both think uh, three stacks is top tier artist. Yeah, like, if I, three stacks always enters and. And leaves my top five. So, three it, stacks it doesn't... It depends on how recently I've seen the picture of him. <laughs> three stacks doesn't leave top six ever. Three stacks is always in my top six. But sometimes when he I... he does whatever the fuck he wants. Yeah, it's like he does whatever the fuck He's he wants. He's a real artist. But he can spit, my nigga. He definitely Like, spit. three stacks... Go listen to that Rick Ross 16 verse with, uh, with three stacks. Go listen to the... Devin the Dude... Um, and Snoop Dogg, Three Stacks Verse. Go listen to the T.I. I'm Sorry, Three Stacks Verse. Um, what what else? There's a lot of Three Stacks Verse I could, I could go through, but I can't go through. But those are the top three that always come down. Those verses, that, that Rick Ross Three Stacks Verse on 16 was like one of my favorite Three Stacks Verse of all time on that game. Like if you go back to last week's description of the podcast, I think I, think I put the... The description you was... You do was, just was, put random Yeah, I put whatever, yeah. whatever lyrics I want to put on there. Um, so, da, 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 da. yeah, we, we already touched on this shit. Most artists who we think are cool are the most ones that are hated. Like, the one, the ones who do most of for the culture are the ones that are most hated. Like, I feel Wait, like... The, the most of the artists who it's cool to hate on have done most for the culture? Yeah, like, Cole, uh, not Kanye, but Cole, Wale, like, these are artists who people big artists Cole? take from. People hate Cole? Nigga, you know it's cool to hate Cole. It was just snore fest. <laughs> like Cole is super hard to meet. Like Cole don't never have to worry about that with me. But nigga, you know a lot of niggas just like to troll. And not even troll. Nigga, a lot troll. of niggas just like to clamp on because I I think a lot of people know that Cole's good, but I think the people who don't know just go on along with the ride with, with that shit. Is that drawing parallels to Russ? Kind of. So. I think Cole actually puts out good records. Like I'm not, I'm, I'm not saying that, that that Russ makes bad music because his first record that he had, I like that record. Um, that yeah, she's falling put, in love. That, yeah, you're putting that control. out in real life. No, nigga, like that that song. record was pretty good. That's you know you, like, you, you know it's on your own name. Nigga, bro. you know I don't give a fuck. I'm nigga, just letting you say know, bro. Fuck they want. I don't give a fuck. It's but, like Russ music. That's crazy. Nigga, bro. I've only heard that one Russ song. Like, I like. Don't get your money, Russ. I fuck like, with you. No, that's when Russ first came out with that song. I'm like, well, who is this nigga? Then I looked at him. I'm like, oh, this nigga be selling out shows for real. Like, he don't be bullshit. Like, but I've only heard one of his songs in my lifetime. Yo, you know who's OD popular? Like, for almost. You can justify their success because their music's acceptable. Yeah. But that that Khalid kid. No, his music is good. I, I, I think I think Khalid is the thing is with him is that he's young, so he's putting out young nigga music. But I mean, when, he got one project out. Yeah, oh uh, yeah, because he's young, so he's putting out young nigga music. But let Khalid go start going through some shit in life, and he starts making records. I don't know if he's got that in him. Let a let a couple of bitches, let, let a couple bitches break his heart. Uh, a couple of bitches use him for his money because he's popping or whatever. And 
You just get some good records out of him. And a person who I think is underrated, who people don't give their their uh, just due to, is that is Black. His album, his last two albums, been hard. Black could spit and he could and he could fucking. I don't really like Black. I you, feel like he's really monotone. What do you mean, like his like his, 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 singing, his singing voice? I like I like I like Black. Black is good to me. I feel like, like I think it's nice. I feel like the music and the voice don't match. And like when he's singing about <laughs> stuff that yeah. like is supposed to make me feel something, I, I don't feel it. I I guess I guess see you saying that. Like his music, I mean his voice and his face don't match because his voice doesn't match to me. But he can sing. But I, I understand what you're saying when you're like you don't feel it because he doesn't hit, he doesn't hit riffs like how, um, fucking Frank Ocean does. Yeah. Like when he wants you to feel something, he is that high note, and then you're like, God damn. Right. And it, but I'm, I feel like when even when Black is like the lines would be hard. Yeah. When I look at them. But when I'm hearing it, they don't hit the me. thing. All right, so that that's the same thing that uh, Joe Biden was saying about Wale. It's like the lines that you should uh, emphasize on, you don't. Like you just leave it on the radar. I like that though, cause that's just like to me, like you putting a hard ass fit on, and you go to a party, and nobody says nothing. But when you go back and look at the picture, like yo, that nigga was fly. Shit, it's just but the same thing. It's different with music. It because, is different with music because I would already have to be a black fan yeah. to appreciate. You have, you ha- I think, I think, I think they don't care. Like they do things for their fans, but they don't care. Like, I like that. I like that that they keep that hidden factor. Like you know how Doom will emphasize, Jay will emphasize on on shit on bars so you can catch them. Like they'll they'll emphasize, but then you have the niggas. Who, I don't give a fuck. I won't emphasize. Yeah. Like Ghostface, I don't. I won't emphasize. Get, Raekwon, Ghostface, I won't emphasize. Ghostface whole verses emphasize. Oh no, <laughs> Ghost, Ghostface whole verses emphasize like crazy. Like I want to know what a fucking studio t- like. Day is with Ghostface. Like I would love to just go back into the nineties and go to one of those fucking Wu Tang studio sessions. Every, and just every like, studio session starts with an hour lecture from Wu Tang Financial Group. And then the, <laughs> I'm telling you, I feel like they all were like doing records, and the record could be a smooth record, and Ghostface would would, would fucking hop on like, hey, but, hey yo, fucking bitch. <laughs> and then I was like, Ghost, my nigga, come, come <laughs> slower than that. The song is about you know, Riz is Oh no no no, these niggas nigga. Ghostface gotta have a song about the only song that I know that Ghostface didn't like get loud on was uh on Iron Man on his first first yeah. first first album I forgot what the record is let me see if I can Google it let me see Ghost but any other time he'd be like hey yo bitch recycle that water bottle nigga I fuck with Ghostface you gotta fuck with the planet Ghostface like I remember him um. I remember listening to one of his interviews way back in the day. He was like, I don't make no money off my albums because I have to pay all these samples. Cause you know his shit is heavily sampled yeah. and shit like that. And he was like, I just wanted to make good music. And I, I respect niggas like that who can be like, yo, this shit isn't all about money to me. It's about making good records. Like some niggas, yeah, I'm going to get paid. Like, nigga, Hov's going to get his bread. But Hov does that shit in the same way like LeBron does, like where he says that I'm not going to take any pay cuts so they don't fuck y'all over. Because if I'm taking 100 mil... If I, if I take 10 million, they think about what they're going to give you. But if I take 100 mil, they're going to give you a mil. Like, that that's the thing. Um, so, the record that I'm talking about is... Damn, where is it? I, the thing is, you know what always fucks me up is that I never know the name of the fucking records. Like, even while I'm looking at it. I think it's Motherless... Ch- nah, it's not Motherless Child. But it's it, there's the only record that I know that is, is, is like him... The record is like him... Talking to a kid who's in jail, he was like, "Man, what they got you in here for?" He was like, uh, "Some some random bullshit." He was like, "How old are you?" He was like, 13. He was like, "Damn, man, you thirteen in here?" And then he raps <laughs> about like all the things that, like, 
his family and his mother did for him that 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 record's like one of the hardest records that I know. Like I forgot what the record's name is. I'm gonna be tight because I'm gonna listen to it later and I'm gonna be oh that's the fuck the record's name is. But that record's a really good record. Then let's see what they rated. Damn, they they rated uh, Ghostface's Iron Man project a four out of five. Who did a that? four and a half out of five? Oh, I thought you gonna say four and a half out of ten. Damn, that's a good album. Well, all right, so we'll just go through. All music did a four and a half. Um, some random one did a, gave it an A. Entertainment Weekly gave it a B plus. This is some shit that we actually know. Rolling Stone gave it a four. Rolling Stone album guy gave it a four. That's the source, fun. the four, the source gave it a four out of five, and the source was huge. If you got five yeah. mics, my nigga, you was crazy out here. Four out of five is a crazy fucking rating. Um, so what else we had on here? Oh, so I guess we could talk about the car shit. So another thing that I want to talk about was uh, so cars has has a holiday car with the moment, and the thing the conversation that I want to have about cars is like, is he becoming too commercial? Because I feel like he's cashing in for all the artists who never got paid. He's definitely cashing in, but he's not cashing in for other people. It's for him. No, no, like it's he's... for him. But I'm saying like I feel like he's doing it for art purposes of like for people who never got to see the residuals of their fucking art. No, I mean he's doing it. For him, like he had his time where, like, if you knew art, you knew cause. And now everybody knows cause, and he's he's doing what. Basically, becoming the color of artists, my nigga. Right, he's he's just doing what he can to make the money, make sure his his daughter. Like I don't mind it. I always love cause. Cause shit always pop off to me, but now people are like, oh, that's like when when you see shit on like your Negro or some shit like that. I heard somebody say, oh, that's fuckboy wear or whatever. I'm like, nigga, it's fuckboy wear because y'all think it's fuckboy wear, but cause niggas who know cause and used to use. Who used to wear the original fake shit when it was hard to get, and who like like well, if you want to take away way back the niggas who used to see him uh, spray paint and shit like that on like billboards and stuff, and then putting it on shirts, niggas no. But I feel like he's reached that point where he's like he's like you know I did my art I did what I wanted to do I put what I wanted to put out like let me just focus on like more my brand. I is. think I think he has I, like I think got, he has that, that commercialized point. Yeah, I think he has that type of stuff for commercial stuff like where he has the the shit with the Mickey Mouse with the X's and shit like that but then he has real paintings too like you always see him on if you follow cause on uh, Instagram you always see him painting I'd be like doing massive like canvas paint art yeah but that shit doesn't come out nigga that's, that's, that's the thing it doesn't come out but he has exhibits yeah like that's the thing so I feel like he still has the the obscure things and then he has the things where everybody can get it I, nigga, my goal is to buy one of them big-ass paintings. Like, them big, big-ass cars paintings that'll cover your fucking wall. And, but those paintings be like 100,000, 50,000. Shout out to Swiss Beast. Swiss Beast got the 42-foot cost house. fucking sculpture in his, his house. fucking house. That's fucking that crazy. That should go through the ceiling. He was, he, I, I was listening to an interview of his on Rap Radar where he was saying, Rap Radar back, back, back in the day when they was on CBS podcast, where he was saying that when he was first getting money from uh, Beats and stuff in like the 90s, like early, early 90s, like 98, 97, late 90s, I mean, he was buying art. Like he was buying like uh, Sam Ansel's, is that, that's, that's the photographer, right? It was the, the, What's the photographer who only does black and white photography? You got it, Sam. Like Sam Ansel. He, he was buying some of his photography and he was buying like Basquiat's and shit before it was popping off. So Swiss has been in that in that fucking zone for a minute. Like, he's been there before. Well, not Hove has been there, too, because Hove has records back then talking about him having Basquiat and shit. Like, that was crazy. Um, 
So one thing I wanted to keep going with this this art shit was the so you sent me the Vogue lecture thing right? Yeah, for in in New York. So they have a, they have a Vogue lecture thing, and so I was like, oh shit, this is dope. I'll go because Yoon was Yoon was going. It was yeah. like a whole bunch of artists and a whole bunch of like painters and stuff going. And then I look at the price. It was three thousand. Trying to price you out of art, bro. That's what I'm, that's 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 the that's the the thing that I was gonna say. It's like you still have. It's kind of like. I've always compared this shit to racism. It's kind of like you have motherfuckers who's trying to keep things a certain way, but the young niggas ain't letting you keep it a certain way. Like Vogue is trying to keep that to like a certain like mystique, where it's like. Was that they all, just want certain people there? Yeah, like only I'm, the I'm upper class can get there. This on YouTube, so fuck out of here. Yeah, like I, that was something that I would actually genuinely want to go. Like nigga, I'm not spending three thousand on that shit. Like nigga, fuck uh, no, never. I mean, I can understand charging. It's one. It's Vogue, and you get you gotta pay speakers, you gotta clear the venue, stuff like that. Yeah. But three thousand dollars, like at, at like least you just rent out the fucking Marriott, and we did our folding chairs. Exactly. Have, have have some have some cheaper shit for somebody else. Like three racks is way too much. Facts. It's way too. That's much like to half do. a month's rent in New York. That's crazy. <laughs> Damn! If you got a six thousand, that's mortgage then. No, no. If you no, if you have a six thousand dollar rent in in uh, New York, I do not feel bad for you. Because I know you have either a nice apartment or you have an apartment in a really nice neighborhood. Nigga, that's a 6K? 6K? 6K, you need, hell yeah, you can get an apartment in New York for 6K month for sure. Go to Manhattan or go to Dumbo, it's definitely I mean, 6K those gotta month. be the joints right next to Central Park then. No, <laughs> nigga, those shit's right next to Central Park. It's... You can buy one for 2 mil. Exactly. Apartment. Exactly. So, you're telling me you buy one for 6 mil, so do that math on, on the no, fucking on two mil. On the month. So, nigga. Do that math? You, could, you could rent it. Yeah, to rent to own, it takes like mad years. So like, exactly. Okay. The thing is, all right. So I was looking in Dumbo, right by the water. Well, you're right. Six thousand dollars. Exactly. Really that much. Six thousand dollars. Six thousand dollars per year. That'd be what seventy-two thousand dollars per year that you would pay. Think of how much time you have to pay that to yeah. get that over ten years. Exactly. Like and and that and those apartments. If you get a two mil apartment in Central Park, it's a good price, and you have a one bedroom, and that should only even be big. No kitchen. And if you got a kitchen, they don't got a stove. Cause I was, cause last time I was there, I was looking at apartments in Dumbo, like where the new Dumbo is, like where all the shit that they have revamped, kind of like where the hype, the hype fest shit is gonna be at. Yeah. Oh, shout out and, hype fest. And we got tickets. And it's kind of by the water, so I was like, oh shit, this these apartments are super nice, but I'm like, this is New York. These apartments are gonna be stupid. Yeah, that water not even nice though. That's Nigga, crazy. It's like six thousand five hundred, and if you got one that wasn't that that expensive, it was one of the ones that they haven't remodeled yet. So it's like an old eighties building. Uh, that's fucking whack too. No, I kinda like those with like where it's brick layered buildings. Yeah, but the inside is gonna be trash. It looks good on the outside because that's what we like to see. But the inside, like you know, you, yeah, you but, like the raccoon but, in there chilling. But no, 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 it's not like that. Time. It's like it was like a loft and it was like it was like a loft and then you know they had that they one paying for a loft. Nigga, you pay a lot for a loft over there. So it's like one it, it had one beam of like a brick layer beam to like hold it up. Yeah. And so and it was like a loft. But it was one of those lofts where it has like the the clothes Door. It's not doors because I don't have doors, so it was like the the structures covering the bedroom and shit like that. Yeah, just like it's almost walls. But but you, but you know, it's what it's a wall. So but you know, I like I like to balance that out. So it's like the rugged, and then I would put like mad fucking like Facts. cool shit. in and there. He would only play Stevie Wonder music in there. Probably my nigga. <laughs> I've only been listening to music that like dates like the eighties, my nigga. Like eighties like and seventies music. Yeah, like that's Shout all I, all I've been listening to lately. Like all I've been listening to and Ghostface. I don't know why that makes it makes it so well with me, but just Ghostface and fucking seventies, eighties. A, a Ghostface track followed by a Stevie track. I be fucking nigga. I be listening. Like this week, I was going crazy with the. I was listening to Willie Hutch, 
I was listening to Isaac Hayes. Uh, Stevie's always on the playlist. Yeah, I was, just the other day, I was listening to the Little River Band. I, I was like, that slaps. I was listening to Bill Withers. I was listening to uh, who was it? Uh, Billy Paul. Yeah. Um. Damn, who else was I listening to? It's a lot of like this. Is, this isn't a lot of new shit, but it's the shit I had in my playlist already. But I was, I just like just got around to putting it. Teddy, Teddy Pendergrass. Teddy Pendergrass is always a vibe to me because I, I always listen to. His music and be like, damn, I wonder how much bitches this nigga fucks in this music. Parliaments is always one of my favorite shits. Um, Bobby Womack. Um, Grover Washington Jr. Uh, the Dramatics. I was listening to Jodeci, Rick James. This is... He was a lot of Jodeci, bro. Jodeci's super hard, my nigga. Jodeci is super... Who don't like Jodeci, my nigga? I don't know. People who don't know Jodeci. Jodeci's super hard. If you, if you don't like Jodeci, you don't like R&B music. Simple as that. To me, you don't like R&B music if you like Jodeci. Jodeci's super hard. Um, so, I guess... Oh, I guess we'll be talking about, like, the big, big news. The big news topic was, uh, Michael Kors bought Versace. That's not big news. I don't care. I mean, other... What, what, is it, what does that mean? You know, you know, you know the internet... That's a mean the internet thing. people was going crazy saying, like, oh, you're gonna give Versace and TJ Maxx? No, you're not. No, you're not. You're not gonna give Versace and TJ Maxx. That's, that's, not, that's not what that means at that, all. That's not what it means at all. Nigga. Michael Kors is bigger than Michael Kors. Yeah, you you would be surprised to know uh, what a lot of what a lot of brands own. A lot of brands, yeah, my nigga. This doesn't mean anything. People people who um were saying that shit, they got nothing. They they can't afford it. Even if it wasn't TJ Maxx. If it was not TJ Maxx, it'd probably be a hundred dollars. Like, a lot of people <laughs> afford it. Cause, well, they're just and that's, and that's nothing for them. It's like a lot of people don't understand like what this kind of purchase means. It means more for Michael Kors than it does I mean, for Versace. Do you? Th- yeah, I mean, yeah. But do you think it would be it would be like more mass produced than what it was was before? More mass produced. Yeah. Not everything. I feel like because I feel like you can fuck it up in the sense where if somebody buys it and they put like they'll they'll start putting out archive pieces. And, like, rather than putting out archive pieces, like, one or two, you putting out whole collections of archives, and you just, like, flood the market. Kind of like what Bape, remember, like, when Bape got bought, nigga, Bape is not Bape how it used to be Bape. Nah, because they just started making everything. Yeah, everything was, everything is camo. Everything is the blue, purple, red, and green camo. So they could take it that way, but I don't, I don't, I don't think, think they I don't will. Think I feel like they're gonna take care of their investment, nigga. If if yeah, if you're paying two point two million, you're gonna take care. Of, billion, I mean billion. Yeah. You're gonna take care of that investment. One, you want to keep that mystique on Versace. Versace is one of the most classic clothing brands ever yeah, of all time. Recognizable brands right now. I uh, I think they're already taking the right steps because people don't buy a brand like that overnight. Yeah, and that definitely was a, in the works months. for like a month, you know, maybe maybe like a year. And you know what's also in the works? Kith Versace. That's true. If if that was a move by Michael Kors, that was a good move. So you can already see the direction they're already he- trying to head in. Yeah. And I think they're on the right track to be coming back into the forefront to be the next Saint Laurent, the, another, the new... So I, not, I, not new, but like back in the forefront of higher fashion for the sake yeah. of higher fashion. I mean, right now, I just think, I, I think like... Gucci's having this Gucci's having this run, but it's it's it's, it's about to be on their tail end because they've been doing a lot of bullshit. Louis Vuitton is about to have their run. Prada's about to have their run. Margiela always has a run for me, but that's because I personally like Margiela. But like those, but Louis Vuitton's definitely gonna have third. Oh, no, Louis Vuitton's gonna have a big run. Once all this Virgil shit comes out, they're gonna have a big Back. one. Because I am personally going to get those sneakers that Virgil have put out. And then when they fire Virgil, 
Or when he leaves, we boycott and Louis. <laughs> I want that's 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 a good conversation to have. Is what you think Virgil's gonna do after Louis? Because after that, he could do whatever the I fuck he like wanted to do. He'll, uh, he's gonna go back to off white. I mean, he's always gonna have off white. I feel like he'll do what uh, Slimani is doing, just brand hop and do whatever the fuck he was doing with his last brand with a new brand. I could kind of see Virgil staying at Louis Vuitton for like a long period of time. Yeah, I like think a long, long period of time, kind of like how Phoebe did with Celine. Yeah, yo, what is what is the average, like, stay of a of a creative director at a at a brand? Uh, in recent times, I would say under five years, but like, back then they used to stay for like 10, 20 years and just hold it down. That is true. See, I I, I would love to see Virgil just carry on that tradition and just stay in the brand for, for like thirty years. That would be insane. Exactly. Like, that would be crazy. If you put out 30 years of hot shit, like, nigga, that would be <laughs> 30 crazy. 30 years of off-white Louis Vuitton. Nah. That won't work. But, so, all right, since we already talked about Celine and shit, um, we'll just slide into the Celine uh, summer, uh, spring, summer 19 collection. A lot of people was going crazy. The internet always goes crazy. But I feel like the people who were talking about this actually knew what the fuck they were talking about. It's just not like Twitter motherfuckers talking about stupid bullshit. Like, I saw a lot of key, not, I won't say designer people, but I will say people who are at those shows have something to say about this. About Positively. This Positively and negatively. Because I'm not a fan. Well, yeah, see, that that's that's the consensus that I've been seeing, that people are saying, like, he's just doing the same, this is doing the same, right? But there's something to say about a person who's willing to down their sword about their ideas. Like, I, I like people like that. Well, like, I'm going to do whatever the fuck I want to do. That's what they hired me, so I'm going to keep doing what the fuck I want to do, and I'm going to keep going. That's it. Like, you just do whatever the fuck you want to do. Like, I fuck with that. Like, the clothes does look like shit though. I ain't going to hold you. The menswear, at least. The menswear look like shit my shit. It's like a lot of black denim. It's a lot of uh, black, shiny, black, silver. Black. Lines, line like, work. Black and white. Like, Skinny uh, tie. Like, people who know what Saint Laurent was looking like at that time know, like, this is pretty similar. Like, this could have existed in Saint Laurent's catalog in 2014. For sure. But I feel like I feel like the problem is that Celine didn't have a menswear, like, following. But now they went, they went heavy menswear now. So the women are complaining about how they took, they took a, a fashion brand that were, like, there was, I wouldn't say, like, directly for women, but it was kind of like how Chanel does, where they mostly make things for women, but yeah. here's some men's shit every once in a while. I feel like he definitely took his spin on women's wear and put it here. Yeah. And it just it didn't land as well for like the market that he was. Yeah. It landed. Probably I mean, well it's for it's hard right now though because you have Kim Jones Dior shit was super hard. Yeah. You have Virgil shit was super hard. But you know what Kim Jones did? He he went back. That's that's what stuff. a lot of people complain about that and he didn't go back. He respected the brand. Yeah. Samani didn't respect the women's line yeah. of the brand. Like, cause that this was a no lie. This was a hard time. This is this is would be like if this is like the nineties to me. Like when Hov dropped, when Nas dropped, when Wu Tang dropped. Like it's it's hard for you to put out my right now when it's Kim Jones, Verge, uh, Ricardo TC with Burberry. Like nigga, you you up against some head. But the thing is, those three collections were really good. Alright, if if Samani never left. Saint Laurent, and he put this out. We would think it's good. No, the thing, the the problem was why I think he left Saint Laurent because people were saying that it's the same shit over and over. And he brings the same shit to this, and people are still saying it. That's the thing. 
Like, people are, I feel like people are never going to be happy with anything. Okay, when he left Dior and went to Dior home and went to St. Laurent, yeah. it was an aesthetic. Now it's a gimmick. That's what people is feeling like. Yeah. I, f- I feel like this is like the, the artist that everybody loved in the beginning. Like, a, like their al- the first album was really good. Then the second album was okay. And then the third album, that, all right, you just put out the same shit. Like, what you the fuck? The you switch, switch up the style right now. Like, uh, it's like, you're not even doing the same shit better. It's it's worse than the first shit. It, it, it is worse than the same Laurent shit to me. Yeah, it's not as good. Um, So I guess we'll tell that in to go to the Burn CDs of the week. You got your Burn CDs up? Yeah. You want to go first? No, I'll go first. All right, so like I said, I've been listening to nothing but old R&B and like 90s rap and like 80s R&B and soul music. So uh, starting off, the beginning song that we have on is... Uh, one of my Burn CD tracks of the week is Ghostface Strawberry. Um, then you have Cameron Come Home With Me, which is a super classic record. Um, Jodeci, Forever My Lady. You got Tevin Campbell, Can We Talk? And then you got Gil Scott Heron, um, Home, is Where the, Home Is Where The Hatred Is. You know that record from being Gil on, Scott Heron is hard. Yeah, you know that record from being on... Most popular that record was being on uh, Kanye's Day Registration where um, uh, it's common rap and it's a... Uh, Find My Way Home, I think, is the name of the record. Yeah, that's correct. Right? Nice. Do your next. Oh, my shit. Oh, nigga, I'm a music encyclopedia, nigga. I'm with it. Oh, yeah? All right. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're going to try to test me for the... My shit, uh, my first track is uh, I Got Baby Boy by Childish Gambino. Yeah. I Got Them Changes by Thundercat. Thundercat's f- super underrated. <laughs> yeah. But people who know music know Thundercat, and they fuck with Thundercat. For sure. Those who know, know. I got Flea Market by Tierra Wack. Shout out Tierra Wack. Shout out Wack World. I got Girl by Standing on the Corner. And I got Life by Saba. So, a little variety. Saba's had a uh, Tiny Desk, so anybody want to check it out. I haven't checked it out yet, but he has a a Tiny Desk. Shout out Tiny Desk for putting white people on the map. (laughs) But no, that is a really good platform, though. Like, Tiny Desk shit, like, I love Tiny Desk. Yeah, they put a lot of, like, uh, different spins on music. Exactly. Like, I like that common... The Gucci one, the, the tiny desk. The Gucci. I never, one. I never heard the Gucci one. He's got Zaytoven on the keys behind him, and it's awesome. <laughs> I like Erica Badu's tiny desk. Hers is amazing. Um, Erica Badu's amazing. Robert Glasper's tiny desk is hard. Who else is a, has a really good tiny desk? Tyler's is really Creative. good. Yeah. Um, I mean, uh, Anderson Park got one. Anderson Park had a really good one. Mac Miller's one was really good. Yeah. Rest in peace, Mac. Um, who else? Because I, I feel like there's a lot of artists that got tiny desk. Uh, the Roots had a really good one. Sanford got one. Sanford's one was really good. Uh, damn, it's mad. Like, I feel like, for the general part, I like all the ones. I liked um, uh, Gold Links, too. I didn't hear Gold Links one. Gold Links, Gold Links one is good. Uh, damn, I can't remember any the, of they, they have a lot of... They have a lot. They have a lot. They have so much of them shit. Um, but that's, that's, that's another conversation I have another day, but, like, how people say that... I don't know if it's a white person behind the NPR um, Tiny Desk... But a lot of people say that, uh, like, it's, it's the same conversation as Europeans, like, um, that they respect our music more than we do, in the sense of our OGs and shit like that, they, they fucking go crazy for, like, when they go to Tokyo, when they go to, uh, London and stuff like that, like, Wu-Tang goes crazy, they go crazy for Wu-Tang or Onyx or in Rakim, over there, yeah. overseas, like, yeah, and they, they have a show here and they can only pack out a hundred, they go to a show over there, pack out 20,000. Like, just because you got older doesn't mean you're not good. That's true, but they don't really go over there that much. I mean, they got... But no, they go over there a lot. 
Not as much as over here, though. No, the thing is... When they got an opportunity to be seen over there. The classic thing is, for the rappers now, is... For the older rappers, it's like, oh, like, we can't get any shows here, but we can go... They can go and get a million dollars in Europe and and, in Tokyo and shit like that. Niggas don't even know the... Niggas in Tokyo don't even know the fucking language is rapping every rapper. Like, that's what Just Bay does. Just Bay has a house out in Tokyo and shit like that. He DJs out there. Because he says, like, the culture over there is better. They appreciate that shit more than we do. So... Coming from the Burn CDs of the week, I, I guess we could do upcoming albums. I guess we could do, like, we, we'll just name off the albums and say the albums that we really want. Um, the, uh, Dave East and South P got a collab album coming out. Uh, That's going to be hard. I'm cool. i fuck with Dave East. I'll probably pass. i fuck with that. Cardi, uh, Cardi 5 just came out today. I haven't heard it yet. I haven't heard it either. We're both going to listen to it. Yandi and AB Dash is the only person going to listen to it. Yeah, I'll be the only person on the world that will listen to it. That's very true. <laughs> Not only person in the world, nigga. We're talking about the world of our podcast. You're going to be the only person here that will listen to it. Our future intern will listen to it. <laughs> uh, Fetty, nigga, I know this is a troll, and I know we're going to get this album. Fetty like, is a Gibson currency, right? Yeah. Right. I know we're going to get this album like 10 years from now. Not even 10 years. We'll get this album probably like two, three years from now, no. if we ever get I it. I think we'll actually get this shit, bro. But not soon. The, compared to the It's album, two troll niggas. Compared to the other albums you got on here, we're getting this one way well, no, the Davies album's coming out, and Carter Five's already out. Yandy's coming out tomorrow. I'm talking about the ones that we haven't mentioned yet. Though. Oh, no, no, this was definitely just a troll. So, J, J Electronic album coming real soon. Never. Doom Stark's dropping this year. Never. Nigga, I, Doom, please, I know you listen to it, Doom. I know you listen to this podcast. Drop that Doom Stark's. We got the please. closest thing to Doom Stark's with Zarface and uh, Metal. Uh, that and the, 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 the Metal Mouse? No, no, no. It was, it was recent, so it's Inspected Death. No, no, I know. Yeah. The recent one. The one yeah. that he did through um, Cartoon Network? Was that the one? No, where he, no, no, he, no, no. He, he did one where he dropped music every month. No, uh, not that. He one? did a collab album with Inspector Deck and You God. And it's like a Zarface Metal Man. Um, I probably didn't even listen to that. That's one. the closest thing we got to uh, Doomstarks. Nigga, oh, I can't wait to get Doomstarks. The thing is, that album could easily be put out because they both like control their music. Like they can put out whatever. Ghostface puts out like every like fucking two years. <laughs> like Ghostface has a lot. Of, I think Ghostface has like 13, 14 albums, maybe around that around there. Like I would not let me let me see because Ghostface does have a lot of. He does have albums. like fifteen albums. Jay Z got a lot of albums. Jay Z put out a project. Jay Z got almost a lot of albums. every year. Because in the nineties, you had to put an album out like, every year or two. I mean. That's still true right now. Well, now I think you got a lot. The thing is, back then you had to put an album out because niggas was dropping hard shit every every time. But now I feel like everybody just like absorbs the music really quick. So he has one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, and then he got one coming out this year called the Lost Tape. No, no, the Lost Tapes already came out. He has fourteen albums, and that's not including fucking collaboration albums, which he has four of. And that's not including Wu-Tang albums. So he has generally 19 albums with collabs and studio albums. And that's not including Wu-Tang albums. This nigga puts out a lot of fucking albums. Uh, Anderson Park album's coming out. Well, you think it's going to be the just a song with Kendrick. On October 4th? Yeah. yeah but I, the album is going to come soon, no doubt. That that album, I don't, I'm, like I said, I don't have expectations I think it'll albums. come in December. I don't have expectations on albums, but that album has expectations for me. Just because he's so fucking good. He's good, and then who's producing it, nigga? He's got Madlib on there, Dre, and Q-Tip on there. Nigga, 
That's like top five. That's that you know you don't understand. That's, that's like top like, five producer. That's elite right producer level. Nigga like Dre's number he's definitely top three. Dre's definitely top three. Five. If you got some alchemists on there, it'd be ridiculous. So it's Dre, Mad Lib and Q Tip. And Q Tip. Q Tip. Those easily could be in the, can, in the person's top five. Yeah. Those easily could be in the person's you top can five. You can fit all of them in someone's top five and no one will blame that person. I can't do top five producers right now because there's a lot of producers, but off the top of the head, I'll probably put Just Blaze, Mad Lib, Pharrell's number one for sure. And Q-Tip and Dre, that's your top five. That could be my top five, yeah. but there's so much, like, it, there's Large Professor, there's DJ Premier, there's fucking Pete Rock. These are, these are real fucking, but nice. not even, not Jay even. Dilla, no ID. Dilla, no ID, Ninth Wonder. Like, there's a lot of niggas you could put in there. And that, and that fucking... Pierre Bourne. It's just crazy, bro. I don't know who that is. He made Magnolia. Playboy Cardi. Get the fuck out of here. The new niggas... Yo, what happened to DJ Dahi? I don't know. He stopped giving hits. He was going crazy at a, at a point. And Metro Boomin retired, boss. I don't know, something else. Did he retire? It's just like the retirement thing. It's the retirement thing. <laughs> uh, oh, so yeah. So this is going to be the latter part of the fucking podcast. So this fucking thing was just funny because I found uh, this... This, not caption, but this headline would be funny because this is some shit that we would do. So the Instagram co-founder said that they resigned it from Facebook or Instagram. Well, Facebook owns Instagram. They're resigning it to, um, damn, what the fuck was it? So yeah, they're resigning for, so they can so they can uh, be creative again. <laughs> but the picture of it, it looks like a picture that we would take because it's fucking hilarious. These niggas right, just sitting I'm on the couch and one nigga has his fucking feet crossed. This is exactly like... That I would definitely be the one with my feet this, crossed. This would, I, no, hell no, because I would not take a picture with my hands on my thighs like that. Yeah, but you definitely want to take a picture with your knee crossed, either. I, I feel like I have a picture like that. Does he have Balenciagas on to him? Are those the Balenciaga arenas? Yeah, they are! What the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> That's crazy. That's crazy. Uh, So, another thing I saw, too, was Apple bought Shazam for $400 million. I definitely didn't think Shazam was worth $400 million. What's, what are they going to do with that? Well, now Shazam, now they can put it where it, it just says Sam's music on Apple Music. Because remember when you used to Shazam things, it would give you Spotify, Apple Music, Google Play to go click on. Now they can yeah. just put it to just go straight to Amazon. I, I mean, to I, iTunes. That's pretty scammy. I mean, that was a good buy. Oh, another thing that I saw that I found to be the, uh, oxymoron and strange was Hennessy. So the, the headline is Hennessy unleashes another monster truck, six, uh, six by six pickup truck. First of all, when the fuck did Hennessy release its first pickup truck? <laughs> Second of all, I don't think uh, liquor or alcohol responds. <laughs> That's to what I said. Cars. Like, yo, how does how does a fucking alcohol beverage brand sponsor car? Granted, though, this truck is hard, though. I'm not gonna even click on the link. I don't want to even look at this. This truck, truck is hard. It's a six by six, so it's, it has six wheels. And I like trucks like that, just like the Mercedes uh, G wagon, the six by six too. But I just found it to be ironic that a fucking alcohol brand was fucking. Making you know a uh, song stuck in my head right now. What? The inside mom's please shut up, <laughs> please shut up. This nigga. Also, just just some cool exhibits if y'all gonna be in New York anytime soon. That's what so, we'll be here. So you yeah. have the the Daniel. Uh, I forgot. I keep forgetting the dude's last name. But do you remember the place this is gonna be at? Uh, the three thousand the three thousand eighteen. The Gallery of Parodi. Yeah. Parody. So you got that, and then you have the. What's this one called? Ooh. This is the. It's called the Punch Exhibit. It's a uh, damn. What's the nigga's name? Reginald Sylvester. Sylvester. Oh, this is the one I showed you. The Gucci Ghost, and uh, it just has more acclaimed artists. But this one looks like a very. There's gonna dope be a lot tool. of artists there. 
Um, I that I, I figured that you you showed me that one because I, I was like I heard of this one before and then I think that that'll be oh no no so this is another interesting thing that I just saw if anybody wants to Google it so it's um it's the world's first power uh solar powered yacht like click on that shit that shit a is solar powered nice yacht. my nigga oh it's electric yeah it's the fourth one I got it I'm opening it. Oh, that shit looks sexy. Like, you, like, keep going through the fucking pictures. Like, that picture, that sign number two is super hard. So, basically, it looks like a Tesla yacht, my nigga. That shit looks insane. No, the steering wheel looks insane, too. Exactly. Yo, this is the future right here. That shit is hard, my nigga. Imagine having that shit and then having Tell I Talk in fucking, uh, in... 2022. In, in uh, as the solar power, have Tell I Talk written out in it. That shit is Oh, that's actually hard. a pretty good idea. That shit you is You know what? It's kind of like, why didn't anyone think of this shit before? If you're on the water... I feel like water, that costs a lot of money. No, nah, but like a solar-powered boat. If you're on the water... You're under the sun, yeah. That's the where the sun majority. hits the most, yeah. Yeah. I feel like that... It doesn't say the price on here, but I feel like this price of this yacht is going to be Yo, how come highly no, expensive. How come there's no lunar power? I don't know. I mean, it's light reflected from the sun, so like, why wouldn't it be popping? I have no clue. I feel like that's a really dumb question, but I feel like I can't answer it. I feel like somebody's gonna comment on one of the on one of the podcast things, but you guys are fucking idiots. Yeah, you guys are fucking stupid. Stupid. So, so I guess we'll end that off here. Thought I'll talk season two, episode six. I'm pretty or sure. Seven. Who knows? I'm, it's six. This one might be on Spotify. Who knows? The thing is, all right. So everybody who, because there's a lot of people who actually hit me up that wasn't gonna be on Spotify. So Spotify is to get. Your podcast on Spotify, you have to go through a third party, and the third party makes you pay, and it gives you allowances per per a month. So our next allowance is like right before we go to New York, so October the third. So the so the the ones that are up right now are gonna get deleted, and then the new ones are gonna be up. So you you can always listen to all our podcasts on uh, Google Music. Uh, Google Music. Google Play. We're on Google Play? Nigga, yes. Oh, shit. So we can go on Google, on Google Play. You can go, oh, you can always listen to it on Google Play, iTunes, or SoundCloud. They'll always be up on SoundCloud and Stitcher as well. Um, but Spotify is going to be sometimes yes and sometimes no. So, But yeah. always SoundCloud. Yeah, it's always going to be on SoundCloud. It's always yeah, going to be that, on SoundCloud. That $15 come out of my account no matter what. It's always going to be on SoundCloud and iTunes. Always. The thing is, the only reason I have, we haven't done it on Spotify yet, because the the third party thing charges a lot for not a month, not a lot of time. So. Oh shit! We are on spot on Google thing. Nigga, I've said this we're that, on all platforms but I never always, seen that shit. my nigga. Damn. So, so also, this is episode six. Oh yeah, this is episode six. All right, yeah. so Talk season two, episode six. Yo, thanks for having me. Hope your mom's not mad at me. Also, if you want to hear me freestyle in the next episode, hit that motherfucking like button. Yo. Hey yo, bitch, fuck I got lint on my robes I can't pimp in these clothes, that fucking hose is killing me There's no slack for a pimp in these streets, is you feeling me? Caddy suede is brushed, the velvet shirt is crushed The diamonds in my teeth are flushed, I'm a fly nigga